guys. Welcome to the Outlet Podcast. I'm Paisley. And I'm Connor. And this is our first episode ever. (laughs) So this episode is all about our first months so far as basketball players. We are playing in Germany and this is our first time ever playing professional basketball, ever playing overseas or even really ever living overseas. We've both been um, to Europe before, but this is our first time living out of the United States of America. Exactly. It's been a different experience, but it's been good for us and we're excited to share it. Yes. So before we go into that topic, we're going to start with some life updates because you haven't really heard from us in a long time. So I'll start and then you go. Okay. Sounds good. So my first update update is I got my nails done here in Germany and I got a dark, dark blue color for the first time pretty much ever because I usually do like a light pink or something, maybe a white. So that's just different for me. I don't know how much Connor liked it because when I came home and asked him, he's like, why did you do that? Yeah, I probably shouldn't have said that, but <laughs> I did. <laughs> um, it's okay. I guess my update is I'm reading a new book right now. It's called The um, Expectation Effect. And it has been very interesting how our minds have certain expectations and then we live by those expectations. And so, I don't know, maybe I'll talk about it later, some other episode or something, but as of right now, I'm just learning. Yeah, he brought up something that's super interesting just about like how our mind affects pretty much our health even. If you think that you're unhealthy, your body is going to respond in that way. But if you think, oh, no, I've done this today, I've done that today, I've done this, and tell yourself, okay, no, I've moved my body, I've done some exercise, maybe it's not going to the gym but it's something else it actually can help your body even change physically so i thought that was something cool that you had brought up from your reading that is true and you explained it better than i did (laughs) okay my second life update is so i really like making home pizza homemade pizza i got the recipe from connor's mom robin and i really i thought i did a really good job when i was making it in america in utah But then I came here and obviously ingredients are a little bit different and I made it for the first time here and the dough didn't even cook all the way. Like the top was cooked, but the bottom, I was so disappointed. I wasn't. I thought it was really good. (sighs) Well, I'm glad you did, but like we didn't, we had, we used salami instead of pepperoni and I really like pepperoni. So maybe that was another reason. But your expectation was a little different. <laughs> yeah, mine were high. Yours were obviously low. No, that is not true. Okay, go ahead. What's your next life update? Um, my next life update is I've been keeping up in my journal pretty well since I've been in Germany. Um, and that's all I'm going to say about the journal. Connor doesn't <laughs> let me read it, which obviously. Yeah. I don't. Maybe one day. He did let me write an entry, though, into the journal, which I was shocked. And so I did for him. And then she read it to me. And then I read it to him, obviously, (laughs) because he was obviously going to read it. No, I wasn't. Really? No, I wasn't going to read it. Wow, I'm so nosy. I would have read it. I know. That's the difference between us. (laughs) Okay, and then my last life update. So here, uh, we live in Munster in Germany. And... um, 
here this town the city is a very much a bike city and so connor's team actually got us both bikes which is really nice um and we bike around a lot when we go to the city or we go and find a restaurant to eat at um but you have to like uh lock up your bike because we don't bring it up into our apartment we just leave it outside in front of our apartment and that's what everybody does and so i have like a bike chain as well as my back tire has a lock on it where you can like loop a lock through the back tire and it just stays on the bike the whole time. I lock that and unlock it um, with a key and that's pretty much how I lock up my bike. But I guess one night I totally forgot to lock up my bike after I parked it in front of our apartment and I left the key inside it unlocked and I didn't ride it because I went to practice that next day and I came back the next morning and I was like, in my fanny pack. I was like, where is my key? I couldn't find my key. And I went outside (laughs) and it was still in my bike. And I'm just shocked that nobody stole my bike because I don't know. I just thought someone might, if they saw it, I was lucky. (laughs) Very lucky. And like, I don't know if it's the people here in Germany, but one time I was biking and I forgot my phone was in my pocket and it fell out of my pocket <laughs> and some lady picked it up. I came home. I looked on my iPad to find my phone. It was in a city that was like an hour away. And I'm like, how did it get an hour away? Like, I swear it wasn't out even that long because I just went to the bakery to get something. And Paisley is calling my phone and this lady answered and Paisley's like, oh, this is some sick joke now. She hangs up and then she like looks at my location and then she like calls back again. I was so confused. I mean, long story short, the lady returned the phone to me. It did not steal it. And we figured out a way. Paisley with the lady at the bakery solved the puzzle and we got my phone back. Yeah, Paisley's bike's not day. stolen. <laughs> Germany's so maybe great. Yeah, maybe there's good people in Germany. No, maybe for we can sure. learn something. Uh, my last life update is I experienced what a real brunch is. Oh my gosh. And Me too. I was yeah, there. Yeah. One of my teammates, uh, girlfriend, Tony, it was her birthday, right? Mm -hmm. yeah it was her birthday in the middle of the month yeah in the middle of the month and she put on a brunch for all of her friends and it was a full out blowing it was a full out blowing like actual breakfast and lunch there was soup there was breakfast there was a whole um like uh, pastries pastries, and desserts oh my gosh and it, it was like a five six hour brunch and it was like honestly such a vibe yeah, and that's and that's Tony did a great job of hosting. And that's what all my teammates said is like, Oh yeah, it's the brunch. Those this are is long. Normal, yeah. Those are long and I'm like, Oh, brunch in America is usually like you didn't wake up fast enough so <laughs> fast enough for breakfast and it's like close to lunch, so you're like you just call it brunch and you yeah. just hurry and go get something to eat. But this is a full out blown party oh my that gosh, that they it had was so and nice. it was nice. It was cool, it was cool to experience it. I yeah. They were even playing the piano. Like it was such a vibe. It was so nice. Okay, well, that was our life updates for the week. Let's get into basketball here in Germany. What the people really want to know. That's what they want to know what's going on in Germany. Um, So I got a question for you. Okay. And it's just a very simple question. What's your experience like here playing (laughs) basketball in Germany? Give me your, give me the T as you would say. Give me the, the timeline and just explain to us. Okay. The life. 
Okay, let me start with like, I'm going to start from the very beginning, like when you left for Germany. So Connor and I left at two different times. He left August 11th. He made it here to Germany. August 11th, I did make it to Germany. And then I stayed back for two weeks before I left because I went home for a week to Washington and visited my family and saw them for the last time before I left. And then I pretty much had like five days, maybe four, to pack up my entire apartment. Connor did his bedroom and closet. And then I was like, yeah, I'll do the rest. Like, I can do the rest. It'll be totally fine. So luckily, I convinced my mom to come and help me as well because I'll be honest, if she did not help me, I would still be in America, in Utah, trying to clean up my apartment. Uh, I try to I try to warn you of how hard moving and packing is. She didn't believe me. She just said, you just get your stuff and I will do the rest. For some reason, I thought like we didn't have a lot of stuff. <laughs> and then you got into your closet and our kitchen. Yeah. And oh my gosh, we have so much random stuff. I donated and threw away so much stuff. I have now become a minimalist. Like I am so over having things. I'm okay, gonna, I'm going to document that to make sure. I've said it since I've been to Germany. Since I, I packed up that apartment. I'm. I hope our listeners listen to that. <laughs> okay, so I packed up my apartment with my mom. We literally like literally down to the last second the day she was taking me to the airport we were still putting stuff in my storage unit like i'll post a picture on our instagram instagram is um outlet period the podcast and so i'll go put a picture up there of the freaking storage unit it was packed full um but so anyway i left uh august 24th for germany so two weeks after connor I jumped on a plane. Well, I think you should tell them why you left. Two weeks later? Later, yeah. Okay, well. The real reason. Well, I was playing 3x3 this past summer. I was invited um, after I went to the Seattle Storm training camp. I was invited by pretty much the Seattle Storm to represent them 3x3 during the Red Bull tournaments around America. I went to five different ones. Me and my team, we actually won like the grand prize. And it was some money. So we won three out of the five tournaments first place. We got second place at another, uh, an, like a fourth tournament. And then at the fifth tournament, um, we got fourth place. But we they added up all our points. We ended up having the most out of all the teams for that Red Bull series. And my team won. So we won a big hunk of ch- uh, cash, which was actually awesome. Okay. Okay. Rather than the cash and winning, what do you think about three on three rather than five on five? I, okay. I feel like I'm a really good three on three player. Why do you think you're a really good three on three player? You're a really good five on five player too, though. What one are Maybe you better at? Maybe I'm just at? good at basketball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that is probably true. No, I, I don't know which one I'm better at. Like, I would say I like five on five basketball better, but three X three is very close. I think I just like team like it obviously three X three is a team as well, but I, I just like five on five when you have a team that you know very well, like I was so blessed to be able to have a fifth year of COVID that COVID fifth year for basketball because 
I got so much closer to my teammates, that last team of mine. We were all together, and then we added, like, five, six freshmen. And we just knew how to play basketball together. Juddy had taught us how to work without, like, necessarily running plays. Um, just work on the court and just learn how to read, play basketball. Like, ugh, college basketball is so much fun. Like, that will be memories I'll have, like, for the rest of my life. Those girls, like, mean so much to me. Um ah it's it's sad that it's over but I don't know I'm just excited to still continue to follow my teammates that are continuing to play basketball and obviously I've talked to all of them and just even the seniors that I graduated with they're all off doing their amazing things so I don't know which one I like better well I I said I like 5x5 better but 3x3 is still a lot of fun well what did you like about the 3x3 the fast pace like I liked that we never practiced. I could just like fly out on the weekends and go play at these tournaments and like win money. Every weekend I won money, which was like fun. That's a new thing about professional basketball. Like you can go make money by playing. And the tournaments were like a three hour span. So it wasn't a lot of time. And my team was good too. So that's probably why I liked it. And my dad would always tell me this is winning's really fun when you win winning's usually really fun <laughs> usually have a lot of fun <laughs> and and also like i'm a very physical basketball player and 3x3 is a very physical game they the refs let a lot of things go you're banging on each other the whole game like it's so much fun if you've never watched it before i highly recommend you go up on youtube and look it up there's tournaments all the time um or like if you want to play it just go and play the rules are different it's a continuous um game there's only dead balls if the ball goes out of bounds or if there's a foul other than that if the other team makes a point you grab the ball and you go take it beyond the arc and then yeah i I don't know the rules so maybe you should put on a tournament i feel like you would be good at 3x3 maybe i feel like you would be who knows okay so anyways that's why you left two weeks later later than later than me because so I had to go make some money for the family. Yeah, exactly. Hello? So then you start your journey to Germany. Yeah. So I made it. Go from there. Okay. So my mom dropped me off at the airport. She told she she was like crying. She had to drive to Arizona because um, she was going and checking on a house that my parents just got. But she literally. Okay. Shout out to my mom. I just love her so much because she helped me so much in that. Well. She's just amazing in general. Everybody that knows my mom calls her mom stuff because she's the best. And she's a mom to everyone. But anyway, she drops me off. That was like weird. I'm not a very emotional person, like crying wise when it comes to stuff like that. When it comes to saying goodbye, I'm just like, can we not? And just like pretend I'm not leaving and then I'm gone. For some reason, I'm like that. I don't want to make it a big deal. Probably because I'm just like masking my emotions. (laughs) But anyway, I get on the plane um, I had so much Delta status that I can now get, I think I'm a silver medallion or something like that. So I can get upgraded to first class or comfort plus if there's open seats. So I got moved up to comfort plus, which was amazing. I had just so much space. I wasn't crammed. I had an aisle seat. There's only one lady next to me. Are you trying to rub it into me or something? Or, I'm or trying what? to You're say trying everybody, to- <laughs> please get like, it's free to get a Delta number or like uh, an airline um, 
account number and you can just with flights like obviously i flew like a lot more than the normal person i'd say like my age but i also wasn't paying for those flights so that was nice because like 3x3 is paying for them um byu is paying for my delta flights prior to that so i've just been like gaining a lot of status but i just say like it's a great way you can also get credit cards from delta that you can earn up status by just like spending money okay i gotta move on guys i'm so sorry anyway comfort plus delta there you go (laughs) so anyway i flew from salt lake city to amsterdam i think it was like a nine hour flight and then i flew from amsterdam to dusseldorf which was in germany which is in germany um and then i got picked up by one of the employees of my program of my club and I'll be honest, that was the scariest drive of my life. That's crazy because my drive to (laughs) Frankfurt here was scary too. It was terrifying. Well, the first thing we do is we get off the, um, we get out of the parking garage and the girl that was driving me, she was looking down at her phone trying to find the directions to Moonster because that's where she was dropping me off. And she almost drives me and her off a freaking bridge. We we're heading straight for the the side of the bridge. I was like, uh, uh, and she was like, oh, oops, sorry. I was like, oh, I'm so scared. I just landed in Germany and I'm going to die. But and did you sleep on the plane at all? Um, A little bit. Because I can only imagine you being exhausted. I was then, exhausted. I was so tired. And then going off the bridge, you're just, your just like, emotions are heightened or you're just like so slow to warn her and you're like, your flash, your life just flashed. Whoop. Literally. We j- had just paid to get out of the parking garage. It was so scary. But then the rest of the drive was also terrifying because just Germans drive really, really fast on the Autobahn. There's no speed limit, so You can go as fast as you want. But the girl that was driving me was like, my parents have always taught me to leave space between the cars. Like, make sure you see the ground before you see the back tires. Like, because you just got to leave space and things happen. And she was, no, she was kissing the car in front of inches. us. We're talking inches. Centimeters. Centimeters. It was millimeters. scary. I literally was so tired and exhausted, so anxious and afraid for my life that we're about to get in an accident. I just was like, I forced myself to try and sleep because it was a two hour drive to Moonster. It was terrifying. Um, but I finally did get to Moonster and guess who was waiting for me at the apartment? No one. No one was. I had practice. Yeah, you had practice and you had finished practice while I was driving. Yeah. And then I had to go eat. Yeah, he was not Nutrition. excited to see me. No, that is not true. You were not. You weren't there. I was shocked. I literally had to wait there for like five minutes. Five minutes. <laughs> I was, huh. I'm just standing on the side of the freaking. Um, Looking so cute. Oh my gosh. All I was so sweaty. I was so sweaty on that drive too because she claimed there was no AC in the oh, car. Okay. Okay. One sec. This is an important thing to talk about. Germans don't believe in AC. So the apartment the oh house even in their cars where they do actually do have there AC. there was the, ac in the car but they just roll down was, their windows oh my gosh it was so hot they just roll down their windows and they expect everything to be all right so when you go to germany and you start living here don't expect in the hot summer days you're going to get some ac because they don't believe in no that. there's no ac so 
finally Connor gets to the apartment. I'm like, okay, thanks, bud. Thanks for finally getting here. He grabs my bags. I'm literally standing on the sidewalk, like drenched in sweat, have all my bags. People are looking at me because I'm in the bike lane. And finally Connor brings me up to the apartment. Um, And I go straight for the bed because I'm exhausted. And pretty much, like, I remember we were laying on the bed and my eyes were closed and we were kind of talking. And he's like, oh, is this what we're doing? And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, we're just going to sleep? I'm like, yes, <laughs> I'm tired. So I end, up, I end up falling asleep. He has to go to practice later. So he goes to practice. I'm still asleep. Remember, my, my practice is like at 7.30. Yeah, his is a late practice. At night. So... She falls asleep, like, because this is afternoon, my first practice. I got, so I think I, I got into Moonster around noon. Yeah, so that was my first practice. So she falls asleep. She's sleeping. I go off to my, my second practice. I come back home, and it is pitch black in the apartment. <laughs> and I said, there's no way she's still sleeping. She's not going to be able to sleep tonight. I open up the door. And there she is on the bed, just barely starting to like I wake woke up. up because the door opened and it was loud. And I was like, he's like, hello. I'm like, I like pretended that I was like awake. It's like, hi, welcome back. <laughs> oh, I was so tired. So then I woke up because he was home and I was like just looking around um, in the kitchen and there's no food because anyway, <laughs> Because the kitchen wasn't even done. But um, he took me to this kebab place, which was so good. It was my first time ever really having a kebab. And we had these really delicious, really delicious um, kebabs (laughs) that night. And then we came back to the apartment and I fell back asleep all night. I had such bad jet lag. Like, obviously, I think we're from... Utah to here, it's an eight-hour difference, an eight-hour ahead difference. So anyway, that was kind of like my trip to Germany. Was mine more smoother than yours, or do you feel like yours was smoother than mine? So on my trip, so I, I left August 10th um, because we started practice, I think, the 15th. And and he had a game like on the seventeenth, the twenty seventh. Oh, I had a game on the twenty seventh, and that was a preseason game, in which I was super excited because it's like, oh, starting less, basketball right away. Le- yeah, more games, less practice. Like mm-hmm. that's that's great. Bring it on. But anyways, so my um, GM Helga, he was bringing all the Americans over. Um, during the same time. And he's like, you know, it's a great idea. How about we all meet up in, in New York and oh, then yeah. you can fly over and you guys can be together. Well, my layover in New York was 14 hours. <laughs> 14 hours. So, so I had to go get a hotel because I was not going to be at the airport for 14 hours. And so I got a hotel. I slept. And, and so long story short, it like took me like two days to get mm-hmm. to Germany because of the layover, how long it took. We landed in Frankfurt, which was a not a two hour. It took us four hours because of traffic, four or five hours. I think you, I remember you telling me five hours. Oh yeah. It, it was, it was long. It was a long journey, but I'm a pretty simple dude. 
I got here, I was more worried about, okay, where's the gym at? What's my schedule going to be like? Like, how am I going to live? And you know what? I served a mission before, so I've been tossed into the, the fire of just like, hey, go figure it out. And so I got here. I just started to walk around the city, got lost a couple of times, but I'm like, I got to get it ready where Paisley comes that I know where to go. I know where to eat where she feels kind of at home. And so that was like my beginning to my, to my journey was, it was just super long. The Singapore air, uh, air airline, we were by the exit window and it was so cold, so cold. So like I couldn't sleep. And I told him, make sure you bring a coat. It's always cold on planes. And, and I did. Thank goodness. And I was still cold. But if I didn't, I would have been freezing. They have blankets on long planes like I, that. I had a blanket on too. Oh, wow. They're thin. I don't even know if they wash them. So, so yeah, my, so my journey was super long. But like luckily I had um, two other people, Jordan and, and Darian with me. And... It made the trip. It made the trip good because we were all like going through it together. Deer in the headlights, yeah. going through it together, and oh yeah, customs. Um, I because they've never been out of the country. I'm like, yeah, customs can like it can take a while. Sometimes they're just like they're gonna lines check everything. Yeah. The lines are long. We get up there, we're like, oh, we're here to play basketball, and they just looked at all three of us and stamp, stamp, stamp. We're in Germany, and I was like, oh, yeah, wow. I think Jordan's like six seven, six eight. Right? Yeah, Jordan's Connor's six six, six yeah. and then Darian's probably six two, six three. Yeah, Darian's probably like six three, I'm six five. So they were all tall. Six, five, six nine, yeah. Like why are all these tall guys coming in? Oh, they're playing basketball. Oh, okay, go go ahead. So yeah. So that's that's what happened to me. So continue your 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 timeline because I want to get to the ba- like okay, I'm to, going the to the basketball part. I'm, I'm like, now that's at the what basketball we part. Know. Okay. Now to the basketball part. So my practices started on a Monday. And like, it was fine. It was different, obviously. Um, But that first week of practices of basketball here in Germany, like I spent every single 40 minute drive home because um, Munster and Osnabrück is about a 40 minute drive and I commute, but I spent those 40 minutes that whole week bawling my eyes out i was i hated it i hated being here i hated everything about it i was so shocked i think my body was shocked from traveling it was shocked and exhausted from the emotions of moving here from new things from my team for the different way of basketball from my coach from everything like my, I, I hated it. I did not, I didn't think I could do it. I, I legit came home every single night and I'm like, Connor, I can't do this. There's no way I can do this. I hate it. And I, like I said earlier, I'm not one to like cry a lot, but I cried every single night. I remember calling my parents every single trip home. Like, guys, what am I doing here? Like, this is so dumb. Why am I here? I hate this. Like, and then one night, I don't think Connor realized how much I hated it and how much I didn't want to do this until one night that I called him like absolutely crying because I didn't call him crying any of the previous nights. I only called like my parents, but then one night I did, I called him. I was like, I hate this. I cannot do this. 
like in that in that i remember that i was hysterical i was hysterically crying to you like telling you i could not do this i didn't want to do it i hated it like this was not for me i want to go home like what did you think in that moment um in that moment i just thought like how could i how could i help you and i remember at that time when you called me um i didn't have anything really to say but i knew you were driving home and that you wanted to talk to other people and so you know i just i just let like let you go after you stop crying obviously not just like when you're crying like i got to go but no <laughs> i i let you go and i just i sat at this desk that's in our room and i just thought like like what words of comfort i could give you or how could i best help you and and i don't know if you remember what i said or what we talked about but i tried to do my best just to just try to say you know like we're here together there'll be times where you struggle or times where i struggle where we got to rely on each other and you know change sometimes is really hard and i also understand that you haven't been away from your family or you haven't been away like you said you've been at BYU for 5 years and so you get pretty comfortable and so you know i just knew this new environment was hard and it's not just because you're not able to to do it it's just something new it's something different and so mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to be understanding of that. And I, and I knew that. And, and so I was just trying not to mess things up. <laughs> well, what, like, did you believe me in the sense of like, I wanted to go home? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I could sense, I could sense early on that something was going, going wrong, but I didn't know the magnitude until mm-hmm. you told me I was crying every week and this is the first time I called you and how, and how sad you really were. Mm-hmm. It's like borderline, you're, you're a little depressed. Oh, for sure. And, and whatever decision or choice that you, you made that like I was going to go with, I was going to be, I was going to be fine with because choices, you have two choices. And what I told you is that there's a one door choice and there's a two door choice. One door choices, like you really have to think about because there's only one door. Two door choices is, you know, you can make a choice, realize you're wrong and then fix it. And I think like the opportunity like this is a two door choice. Like mm-hmm. if you didn't like it, you know, you can, you can make a different choice and then try again possibly when, when you're more ready or more apt to do it. But, you know, being happy with what you do is, is very important. And I'm not saying commit to something and then don't follow through on it. I'm saying really dig deep down inside what you really want and think about it and, you know, live your best life. Yeah. Yeah. That was a definite, like, it was probably one of the lowest points of my life. Like even thinking about it right now, I'm like, shit. Okay. Well, let me ask you this question. So we look back and it's one of your lowest points in your life. How are you handling it now? And how would you tell people to handle a situation like that? Well, now I feel like I've flipped it. I'm, I'm, I like don't hate it anymore. Um, I also wouldn't say I'm the happiest I've ever been. Like, 
this is a great experience. I'm super happy that we're doing it together. Like one thing Connor and I are saying is like, the money's not great. Our living situation is not great. Like things that normally we would get done and have done and be able to figure out ourselves. Like those types of things like Wi-Fi. We haven't had Wi-Fi in our apartment. It keeps not working. Um, there's a bad signal into our apartment. Like obviously Wi-Fi is a little thing. It doesn't really matter, but with like the type of lifestyle we were living before, it was a big part of our like life. When we come home from practice, we want to relax in a big way. Connor and I relax is watching shows that we like. Um, obviously I like social media. So like Wi-Fi was one of the things that's not getting done that I know if we were in America, I would be able to handle it myself and get it done right away and have everything that we needed. But here it's different. We don't speak the language. Um, A lot of people do speak English, but those people are more our age and the people maybe like 45 years old and older don't necessarily have um, a big English vocabulary or even English like at all. So sometimes that... um, the language barrier is really hard, but yeah, I feel like I'm handling it a lot better now. Um, I'm no, I'm look, I'm trying to look at this experience as something that's fun that you and I are doing something that we'll look back on and say, wow, we grew a lot in that experience. Um, obviously it's not the most, that's not the highest quality of life you and I have ever lived or will live in the future, but it's an experience that we are living and I'm having fun. Like I love our apartment. I I really feel truly at home here, um, in this apartment. And on top of that, I get to play basketball, something that I love doing and I get to get paid while doing it. Obviously it's not the biggest amount of money, but Connor and I aren't looking at it as a money opportunity right now. We're looking at it as an experience opportunity right now. And that's something that I think we're enjoying and understanding. And I know I'm growing a lot from this experience. Yeah, I think that's very important. Like what you brought up is kind of like when you're dealt, you know, a hard hand, it's how you can like reframe it. And I think what Paisley said and that is like, oh, I'm thinking you know, like I love basketball, you know, I'm here in Germany and traveling and learning about a different culture. And those things can like really help you get through, through hard times is just being appreciative or thankful. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's just like one thing we both have to remind each other all the time when like the going gets tough is just like, Oh, look at all the things that, that we do have. Like, like we're here doing basketball like a lot of other people can't say that and especially as a couple yes can't say that like we're close we're doing that we're close to each other we see each other every night just for very little (laughs) but that's still like that still matters so 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 yeah that first week of mine was rough but after i called connor and kind of told him where i was at i also called lee camard my um basketball coach at byu he's one of our assistants and he like I was pretty close to him as while I was at BYU. I think I'll be close to him and his family like for the rest of my life because he was also Connor's coach, actually, Connor's freshman year. Um, and then Lee switched over when the whole co- uh, coaching, coaching change happened on the men's side. Um, 
What are you going to say? Switched over. That's a nice way to put it. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. Anyway, so um, Lee and I became close, and he has also played overseas basketball before, and he loved it. Like, he was someone I really leaned on when deciding to come and do this and um, how to go about things. And I called him and he was, I think he was at lunch or something, but, and he doesn't do well. He doesn't handle girls crying that well. Like he doesn't really know what to do, but he handled the situation great for me. Like I was sobbing to him, telling him how much I hated it and how hard it was for me. And I kind of told him the different things that had been happening. And he pretty much told me, he's like, you need to find different ways to one, serve others, two, occupy your time, because I have practice in the morning around like 10.30, and then I don't have practice until the night at like 6.30 or 7. So there's like a five-hour gap in the middle where I am doing, where that week I was doing nothing. I was like a vegetable. I was like, what am I doing with my life? Why am I here? This is so annoying. I have nothing to do. I'm in a new place. I obviously have no idea what's going on. I was so just lost. He's like, you need to learn something new. You need to read a book. You need to um, become a part of a class, an online class and do this. Like you need to go to the city and just get like a hot chocolate and sit down and watch people go on a bike ride. Like he was giving me all these different things I could do because he had shared an experience with me where he's like, I have felt what you have felt. And to me, that was the most validating. Like I am not alone in this. Um, he had his own hard times playing overseas and he had moments where he felt the same exams, ex- the same exact thing as I did where, what am I doing here? Like the money's not good. Like I'm not even providing for my family. Like, what is this? What's going on? Um, and that really helped me a lot. So, that next weekend um honestly I don't know if Lee will ever know how much that conversation helped me and like changed me but um I really do appreciate that conversation and that next week I went with Callie um one of Connor's teammates um girlfriends it's Darian's uh girlfriend Callie her and I are really like I'm so glad Callie's here she is such an amazing friend of mine um just a such an amazing like woman Everybody needs to meet Callie because Callie's freaking awesome. But we ended up going to Dusseldorf for a shopping day on one of my day offs. And I bought an iPad. (laughs) I bought an iPad. And then all of her problems went away. (laughs) No, that's seriously what it felt like. Because I just felt like I could do more things on it. So what I was able to do, what I'm able to do on it is like obviously entertain myself um, I'm learning new skills on it and being creative because I've gotten some different apps that help me, um, like draw art. I'm not a good artist, but draw art, um, uh, maybe for thumbnails for YouTube videos or even for other things like, um, pictures and all that. And just learning new skills. I'm learning German. That's another thing that I started doing on Duolingo, which is really fun. But yeah, I just started, occupying my time in a better way and that has helped me a lot too like um 
also going outside of myself because I really did. I, I lost my personality there for a bit. I'd say for a good month where I month and a half where I just like, didn't feel like myself. I was super quiet. I, I didn't converse a lot with my teammates just cause I was new. I didn't know what was going on. I was a very shell of myself. And then now just recently, I kind of feel like I'm becoming myself again, which is nice. Well, I think like times like that also, um, just to sit back and think, uh, that's, that's some of the most challenging things that we can do is just to think, to think about like what we really want in life, to mm-hmm. think about what we really need to do, to think about where you're at. And sometimes when you're in a situation, when you're close to family, friends, and you have kind of everything given to you, you don't really have to think, you just go with the flow of things. But then when like situations like this pop up, you're like, oh, wow, like, I got to think about like what I really like, what entertains me yeah, and how I can help and how I can figure out, you know, to be more active in the community or to help my teammates or my friends or, you know, find a restaurant to eat at. And you know those things, those things are good. Cause like one thing I've realized like being over here um, is I've had more time just like to think and to think about my identity and who like I want to be. And I think it's been very beneficial to me Yeah, of finding more of myself. of just listening to like what your mind's saying, like just observing your own thoughts. Yeah. And so that's amazing. I, th- I think that's just like very important. I think it's very important to realize also is that even how great of athlete you are. And as, ha- I feel like as that's ever- hard in my situation right now, like what's hard to remember how good of an athlete like I am and we are because well can and, can I say something about that yeah well how good of an athlete you are right now it's very important to understand that you go through these real struggles these mm-hmm. mental blocks or you know this new change and it's not easy and so then that gets tied up in your performance a little bit and then you have to overcome that mm-hmm. because everything's based upon results in in basketball, football, everyone wants results, outcomes. But there's a whole process that happens before that, you know, you have to navigate. Mm-hmm. And that navigating is like, it's very hard, but like step by step, like eventually you overcome it as you keep going. Yeah. And so I think that's very important is just like, you know, some people think, you know, you look at this BYU football team, everyone thinks they're these collegiate athletes and they should just figure it all out. And these coaches are going to figure it all out right now. And it's just like, no, they're navigating, you know, a very hard sea right now. And they're not seeing the, like the behind the scenes of how hard it is, not just the physical aspect of it, but like the mental and just like the little things of like, having new teammates and moving to a new country and different things like that. Like that all plays a factor into it. There's a lot of pieces that have to go together. Yeah. That's a good point because like there is, everything's new. I guess I don't really go into things thinking like, Oh, this is what I think it might be like. I don't really do that. I kind of just throw myself into things I feel like I do need to do a better job of like what, what to like, I have to think, Oh, what do I expect going into something? Cause I think that will help prepare me better, especially for situations like this where everything is new and it's not what I expected or what I thought was normal. Um, 
But yeah, how has how has the start of your season been? How do you feel like have you had experiences like me where I'm like flip around, let me jump back on a plane and get me back home? Um I think when I was here by myself for two weeks, um, I was just like, Whoa, like what am I doing here? Mm-hmm. I'm like, Am I lost? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I wouldn't ex- exactly say like to the extent of like where I'm like, oh, whoa, like so shocked as you. Mm-hmm. But mine was like when you were gone, it was just like, wow, I really have nothing over here but basketball. And I was just anticipating that Sunday just to get something new to go to church. Um, but one one good thing about um, my situation is I have like really good teammates. Right now this team... Um, we're getting closer and closer, but we just have a bunch of good dudes on my team. And so try to like, to try to combat that. Like my first couple of weeks is just like, Hey, take me to this new restaurant or like, show me, show me like what this is all about. And they're excited to show me. And so I think that like eased like some of the, the pain away. But I think to like, to your point of is my identity is wrapped up a lot in my family and being so far away from my family, mm-hmm. it, it gets, it can get, it can get really tough because, you know, I was only three hours away from, from Pocatello. And when I felt like, oh, I need like a pick me up or something, I would drive to Pocatello. I don't have that here. And they don't have the ability just to like jump on a plane, aka rather than my sister <laughs> to, to, to get here. And to support me like they usually do because they're like usually I'd ever, like my family. Just to let you guys know, basketball fanatics. My mom makes it to pretty much all my games. My dad, my brothers, they watch, they stream, they have their, they have their comments. Bailey is the most vocal. Um, she has a little kid that is loves basketball. That's inspired to to play. And so it's like a huge part of my family, mm-hmm. but there's basketball and then there's this family side that's missing too. And so that's what's, that's what's kind of been like, um, hard, hard for me. And like, thank goodness, like you showed up because then that like made it a lot, like a lot better for yeah. me. And so like, oh, we have each other now. Yeah. Connor and, and I are very much like family oriented where him and I are very close to our families growing up and like I'm even really close to Connor's family now only being in the family for two years now, but like not being able to see our, to see our nieces and nephews as often as we used to, or even um, just like jump in a car and go see Bailey because Bailey was really close um, to us and go see Ricky and the boys. Like that's hard. I'd say like we've had, luckily we've had our parents um, my parents came to Germany and they saw us for two days. My mom came to Germany for 17 days <laughs> and that was really good. That was so much fun. And then Bailey surprised us with her mom because Bailey, like Connor said earlier, she can kind of just jump on, jump on planes because she works for the airline and she can just get on planes. Yeah. She, she just showed it's up so nice. literally just for like three days. So she traveled for one watched one of my games then pretty much traveled back it was so much fun it was was crazy it shocked me but you know i feel like we've been talking about like kind of our hardships and everything i want to talk about i want to talk more about the good okay we should and so i want to talk about 
what I really liked okay. here in Germany. Um, so the first thing I really liked, and I'm going to talk more about basketball because I feel like that's just kind of what they want to know right now. Okay. I really like the style of play here, to be honest. And what I mean by that is, you know, there's a 24-second shot clock. They play quarters. They advance the ball. They do everything. How basketball should have been. How basketball should be played, not halves. Yeah. I feel and like men's college basketball is weird. No, like, it, it it is. No one in the world plays halves rather than college basketball. Yeah, or maybe like AAU tournaments or something like that. Like, but yeah, I would say I'm glad because in women's college basketball we have four quarters. You can advance the ball. Um, I guess you have a 30 second shot clock, but I thought it was shorter for some reason. But um, yeah, for some reason men's basketball is just different. But but here but here it's. It's normal. It's Men's good. college basketball. Let me rephrase. Yeah. That. So weird. yeah, here and so I feel like, you know, it gives more opportunities to like to create for yourself, um, to get more shots up. Um, there's a lot of like a lot more quick hitters, and you know, defenses. I feel like just like a little bit more of a challenge, just because, you know, when a guy doesn't have a leash, and he's just like whatever he can do. Like oh, it, yeah. it can get scary sometimes. And so they can take some wild shots and like they see a couple go in and then all of a sudden the hoop's like really big. Yeah, that's one thing that's big, a big difference between college basketball. And Connor and I had two very different college experiences um, where my coach trusted me a lot and pretty much let me, he had so much trust in me where he'd run plays for me all the time and trust me to go get a basket and trust me on defense to do what I wanted to do where we just had a great relationship in that sense. But then Connor had a very different, like I had the same coach, same head coach for five years. Connor had three different head coaches in four years. So he just had a very different experience um, trying to gain that trust from the coaches, plus just having a very weird situation happen at BYU. But um, sorry, I cut you off. Go ahead. Yeah, no, no, no. And I think the the coach uh Bjorn right now that's coaching me is like he just he just lets like you play a little more freely because, you know, we're considered pros. And so it's it's been a it's been a joy, you know, to shoot, you know, step back shots a little more and and play yeah. just like more like more of your game. But like the principles and like the philosophies and the strategies are for sure different here. Yeah. And and that's the only thing that mixes me up. But it's been great. Like, and then also to add on on that is the food, Vapianos. Oh, don't get me started about Vapianos. I love it. Okay, guys, Vapianos is an Italian restaurant. It's a chain here in Europe where they actually have one. I think in New York, and they were planning I think on it's expanding a Washington DC Washington DC. Um, they were planning on expanding it, but. Um, then COVID hit, so they couldn't expand it to, they, they need to guys, everybody, all of you guys that are listening to this, hopefully people are listening to this, but everyone that's listening to this, you have to try Vapiano's and hopefully like I will open it up. It's an Italian restaurant where you can get salad, pizza or pasta and they make it in front of you. You order whatever you want. Like it's fresh pots. I, I don't, oh, if you follow me on Instagram, you've seen my Instagram stories and I've maybe posted 10% of the times I actually go. 
I love Vapianos. Anyway, go on. <laughs> we, we sponsor Vapianos pretty much as a Harding family here in Germany. Yeah, we sponsor <laughs> them. I love it. Um, and then I think the last thing, I know this doesn't have to do with basketball, but like a big change in my life is I ride the bike everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I ride it to practice. I ride at home and it's a 25 minute bike ride just to practice and to get home. So I'm spending like six, seven hours on a bike every single week, but something good out of that. I think because of that, like my shot has been better because my legs are stronger and better in shape. Wow. I really believe that. I was thinking that last night I was riding. I was like, you know, like all my shots, I feel pretty well balanced. I feel pretty strong. Like I don't feel like I'm like super tired. And I'm How like, does your it's knee feel? Bike. Connor had surgery on his knee, I think, his well, sophomore year. Sophomore year? Sophomore year, yeah. Well, the reason why I had surgery is because... He has no PCL. I have no PCL. In his right knee? In my right knee. Yeah. And so she always asked me how like how my knee's feeling because I literally don't have like the biggest ligament in your knee. But it feels it feels good. Like it feels good. And I think like the bike helps that. Yeah. Like there's some days where it's like super cold. Your my quad knees. is probably so strengthened hopefully that's what i've been trying to do but all right go on i think that i think they have heard enough well should we wrap it up do you have any other questions um i don't know if i have any more i have more questions but well one sec before we wrap it up just tell me about like your basketball experience so far this maybe the style of play how you've been playing so I started off really good. I had in our first game, I had like 29 points. Well, f- friendly game. So it wasn't season. I had 29 points, six rebounds. Like I, I just like filled up the stat sheet. Um, and that was really good. I played really good in all our friendly games. And then season started. Um, we had our first game at home. And I literally did not make a field goal. <laughs> That's like the first time ever in my like career. Obviously, when I was younger, I didn't make field goals. Like, But you ended up with like 12 points. Yeah, I, I did get to the line and I found other ways to score. But it was we ended up losing that game by three points. Um, and it's just frustrating to think like, okay, if you would have made like one field goal pays, like one and one. It's just, obviously I'm not the equalizer of the team or do you know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not the one that lost us the game or won us the game. Other people could have made shots or we could have played better defense, but sometimes it's just frustrating when I, I don't know. I expected a lot of myself and that didn't, it just didn't work out. And then we ended up winning our second game and that was like, we played a lot better with that first game. We played so bad, but um, the second game of our season, we played a lot better and we ended up winning against a pretty good team. And then we played a cup game, which don't even get me started on what the heck a cup game is because I barely know we played. Um, so I'm in the top league in Germany and we played a second division team, a second league team in this uh, cup game. And we ended up beating them. But yeah, I just say uh, preseason, we actually won a tournament, um, which is fun. And that was really good. That was, I think that helped our team a lot. But yeah, we have a game this week, weekend on Saturday. It's the farthest game, the farthest travel. So we travel on bus. We're going to leave around 10, 
travel probably like six or seven hours to Freiburg, play them and then travel back. And I probably won't get back until like four or five in the morning. And then Connor leaves um, Sunday for his game because he plays on Sunday. Yeah. And I think it's very important. I always tell you this, but I think it's important for them to hear it. Good scorers find all different ways to score. And so getting to the line is seriously an art. Like not a lot of people do that. Not a lot of people can do that. If you can shoot 15 free throws in a game or 10 or any, like that's impressive. Um, I also liked what you said is, you know, two game. you're two and one right now. Yeah. For season we're one and one, but. Well, two and one. I we're count, two and one. I, the I cup count game. game. Okay. And so I think it's important to know that we're two and two. And on our team, is two and two, yeah. And so, are you trying to say, wait, I'm in the lead? If we're competing, no, I'm not. I'm not competing. All I'm saying (laughs) is, I like how you like gave a recap of your games. We've been up by twenty points and ten points, and two two times we've been into overtime, and we won one and we lost one. And so it's been a it's kind of been a wild, um, wild season so far. Yeah, and I think starting a season with a new team because I think just professional basketball in general the team pretty much almost gets reconstructed every year because people find different jobs um people retire people stop playing back like it new teams just happen all the time so i feel like at the beginning of every season for most teams it's gonna change do you know what i mean it's it's gonna be a rough start to try and figure everybody out everybody out no for sure for positively sure yeah but yeah that's kind of basketball. That's kind of how it's been over here in Germany. Um, Connor and I are enjoying our time over here a lot. Like, obviously, it sounds like we've been through a lot because we have. Um, but we are really enjoying, like, our time over here. I love living in Munster. I love riding my bike. I love going and playing basketball and practice every single day because every single day except one day because we have one day off every week. I, the one thing I would change is I wish we had more games during the week. Um, Facts. That would be nice, but both our leagues, we only play one game a week pretty much unless there's a cup game. I feel the pain of football now. Prepare for one game. <gasps> the whole week. The whole week. That is one thing that's just Bless a, little, them. a little hard. But um, other than that, I really feel at home here in Germany, which is really comforting for me. I love that. That's good. Yeah. That is good. And the reason why we wanted to explain the hardships, the good, the bad. Because we wanted to give you guys the tea. Not exactly that. We want to be <laughs> open with you. We want to be authentic. We want to be real. We want to um, We want to connect. And we want to know like more about you and make this like a more of like we're going to have an interaction with whoever is listening. And if they have questions and if we have questions, can we give out questions to people? Yeah, for some for some uh, episodes, we're going to ask them questions and then they're going to submit them and then we'll respond. Okay. So, so yeah, f- make sure you follow our Instagram outlet dot the podcast. That's where we'll be asking you guys questions and feel free to uh, DM us, comment on our posts, reply to our stories. Let us know if the podcast is too long, too short, what you liked about it. What other topics you like to us to talk about. Do you like us to talk more about our personal life like we did at the beginning, the basketball side? 
But remember, what we're eating, <laughs> what we're eating, Vapianos, twenty four seven. It seems like at least no. Days. We went to Five Guys today. There's a Five and Guys, and we had Indian food last night, which is some of my favorite food right now. But anyways, the point is, you let us know. We'll communicate. We'll talk. We're going to be open and the most authentic we can be, because that's what I like about this podcasting rather than social media i think it's a little (laughs) more authentic it's conversations we're having you know we're thinking about it more and we just have you guys in mind well thank you guys so much for listening to the outlet podcast i'm paisley and i'm connor and we'll see you guys next time bye